Back in town, end of the year. I'm gonna start a new season up. We ready to go. You ready to go, brother? Absolutely. All right, let's fucking get it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, another season of the Stoop Life Podcast. Now, this season, this year, next year, gonna be 2023. We're gonna be coming at you guys with a lot of stuff. Our goal coming up is to interview a lot of guests. Me and Paulie both agreed. Our New Year resolution is to get at least 60 guests onto the show next year. So that's two a month. And uh, that can either be a guest on uh, to talk about you, which we prefer, because we love hearing stories of how sports relate to you and what it means for your life. So we're going to bring more of that in. But we're going to expand out. We're not just going to do Norristown, Pennsylvania area. We're going to go throughout the country. Because Stoop Life has grown. My man Paul here started this with five people, six people. We got over a thousand people now. So thanks to you guys, we keep growing. Thanks to Paul crushing it, as always, we keep growing. So we want to uh, get you guys out here and hear why you guys even want to be a part of our group. And like I said, what's Stoop Life, what's sports mean to you? So we're going to have that on there. We're also going to get back to the debates because, Paulie, you know, that's my favorite thing to do. We didn't get a champion this year because everybody was scared to face me. I was undefeated. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We got kind of busy. We know how life is. This Let's, be real. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real The Phillies took off. Exactly. That's when we were just like, yeah. oh, shit, let's go. Don't yeah. get it twisted. We had like five debates waiting. Yeah, and we uh, we But back. the Phillies took it's off, true. and, you know, football season we ain't really, started. It's, yeah, it's football a lot, season, man. so. Yeah, it's a but lot. But we're back. I was on vacation we're gonna have a like lot twice. going on. Exactly. Uh, so, we're, yeah, we're definitely getting them debates back. We're going to start getting the brackets back on. We're going to start getting all that back on. Um, and we're going to have a lot more sponsors this year because we want to work with a lot of you more than what we did last year. So be ready for that. Be ready for some gear. Me and Paul are going to sit down with our guy. Shout out to Steve. We're going to get some shirts from him, and we're going to get them going. We're going to get them going. So I don't know about you, Paul, but it feels pretty good to be back on here. Uh, I kind of, I kind of forgot, like, how to set this all up because we haven't done it in a while. It's like, how do I like stream my shit here? I, for, I completely forgot. It's been a while. <laughs> but uh, I'm working with on a, on a handicap for the first time ever. Like I'm doing a be, podcast on my cell phone because I'm having some problems. Yeah. Wouldn't so be, this is uh, great. Right. We already, we already have different. a problem. Episode one, season three, we've got a problem already. It is what it is. That's all right. <laughs> but guys, That's all right. we can do exactly. Today we're back. Uh, and before anything, I want to wish you guys all a happy holiday. Hope you guys all have a great holiday, new year with your family, your loved ones. But more important than that, we got to talk Stoop Life MMA Awards. Like, I don't know about you, I love doing the MMA Awards because it just reminds you how great of a year it was for my favorite sport, which is, you know, UFC, fighting. Yeah. So we, we, uh, we got a lot of good votes going on here. Uh, our first six, I think it is, Paul, five or six, we actually allowed you guys yeah. to vote on, and then we took the rest, me and him, just went uh, with our own thing. So let's get it started <laughs> off here, and we're going to start off with the most important one, I think. Everybody voted on it. We got to go fighter of the year, male. So who's the yeah, male yeah. fighter of the year? Now, I don't know about you, Paul. This was This was – Kind of an easy slash hard decision because there's only like three or four people that were actually like in the running to win. So it was kind of hard to actually break it down which one of those I wanted to win because we all know one yeah. of my guys that's in it is my favorite fighter. 
One yeah. guy beat my least favorite fighter, and then the other guy is kind of just like he he just dominated his his this year, but uh, it was kind of a little late. So I'm gonna let yeah. you take the floor here. What do we got with fighter of the year going on? For fighter of the year, me and you both agreed. This is a, this is a start. This is a start, which we normally do. This is, we're agreeing on for, for male fighter of the year. We have Alex Pereira, the new middleweight king. The guy who walked in the UFC 18, how long was it? 18 months later or was it eight months later? I don't remember. It eight felt months. like, it felt like three days and he was a champion. Um, yeah. He walked into UFC, said, I'm going to beat the champ. I already did it before. I'm going to do it again. And not only did he do it, he knocked him the fuck out. Nobody's ever stopped. And he, no one's ever stopped Izzy in the cage. Nobody. Yeah. He's never, this is his first loss at middleweight as a UFC fighter as well. And he got stopped exactly. by the up and coming Alex Pereira. I don't know if there's anybody that tops that, in my opinion. Alex Pereira, he earned my respect. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, my thing was, he went from yeah. unranked to champion. Not only did he go from unranked to champion, yeah. he beat one of the guys who people think might be the top one or two, number two. We know he ain't number one. No disrespect to Silva. Number <laughs> two, middleweight champion of all time. He was a top three, yeah. four pound for pound man. in the UFC. Like you said, this guy yeah. never lost to middleweight, and he knocked never him lost. out. He knocked him out. And... I get it. Like, I get, like, that fight. Izzy was, like, he was winning a lot of that fight. But it's five yeah, rounds for a reason. And we all thought uh, going into that fight, Alex was going to win by a knockout if he won. Yeah. So I don't care if he was losing the fight and he is comeback. He was going for it. And Izzy knew he was going for that knockout, and he he got knocked out. So it's, yeah, you can't yeah. say, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was an amazing yeah. win. Amazing, amazing yeah. season. It, it was an amazing win, man. I can't wait to see what he how he defends his strap next year. I mean, yeah. I think he does have a bright future. He's a all around combat athlete, so he's. I can see him actually owning this division because I don't know if Izzy's going to stay down here. You know, at, at middleweight. My thing is this with That's with Alex. Um, I think he got a little head twitch in, in Izzy's head. You know, I don't, I don't think Izzy's Izzy's that yes. not that type of fighter that I feel like is going to get over that. Um, I feel like he does dial in. I'm not disrespecting Izzy at all. I just yeah. remember when he lost to Jan, he changed his fight style up and he was kind of scared. Now that he got knocked out, I'm curious to see how Izzy bounces back because We're about to see. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I honestly think he has a great camp. He trains with the guy yeah, everyone's talking about in a little bit here. Um, so he can bounce back. He's talented. He can bounce back. But I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't know if he's going to stay here. I don't know if he's going to stay here. So I think there's a I lot of dogs. Yeah, I think he might go up, up because uh, that light heavyweight's looking kind of fragile, like we just talked about off camera. There's a lot of guys in there that, good. yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, blame him, but I don't know if he can make the weight. He's got that skinny body frame. But um, I want to say another thing about Alex Perea. If you guys haven't watched this yet already, go watch the video out of Alex Perea kicking the pad. This motherfucker doesn't even kick people, and he has an unbelievably ruthless lower leg kick. So if he can start adding that into his game, I'm sorry, but I don't see anyone in this division beating him at that. Plus, he's, he's a fucking monster. Like, he's huge. So I like that. But the stoop life, you guys, you guys got the vote. And you guys voted for my favorite fighter in the UFC. And I have no problems with it. I have no problems with it. We got my man, Alexander Volkanovsky. Now, Ooh. 
unbelievable year for him too. Uh, these two guys right here, I have no problem with either of them winning. Now, Volkanovski had dominating victories, even though yes. he almost got stumbled upon in that Ortega fight. And that, even though he won that fight, that's why I didn't vote for him. That was a tough fight for him, but he dug deep. Yeah, uh, and in my opinion, like I said, that that's why I didn't vote for him because Alex Pereira, yeah. he he beat back to back fighters that never lost at middleweight in Izzy yeah. and Strickland. Now a lot of people don't like Strickland, but he never lost at that division. He was on like a fifteen fight win streak, and he knocked him out too. <laughs> so I mean, to be able to do that, now I get it. He got piggy banked. They let him push up a little bit because Dana White already knew. It wasn't like he was a rookie. But he earned it. He proved he earned it. Now, if he would have lost he that fight, it. it wouldn't have looked too good for him. He would have been like, shit, how far does he yeah. drop down? Now that he won, it don't matter. He he uh, he earned my respect there for fighter of the year. Um, so the way he did it, he, he, he got it, man. And there's no knock on Volk. Listen, Volk's going to be the number one pound-for-pound pound king. Let's be real here. He's Maybe. going into 2020. 2023, Volk's the pound for pound king. But will he hold it? That's the question. That's what I'm going to talk about later. Will he hold I mean, it? He's going, to, he's going to have to go up to 55. He's fighting Islam. And if he, beats Islam he beats Islam, then I don't think we have a, a conversation at Listen, that point. If, 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 if Volk goes up and beats Islam, you already know he's in my top three ever. Like, ever. Cause he's he's like, also breaking in my top three ever. After that, oh, he's in I there. Mean, cause this, he's in there. He's locked. Yeah, this guy just, bald Volk is different. But, like, I don't know. We'll see. He could have been, like I said, he, I have no problem with him winning fight of the year. I would have had no problem with Islam winning fight of the year either because, look, he beat he beat Charles Oliveira, who Oliveira yeah. was on that huge streak. Um, the only reason I think people don't put as much emphasis on that win is because we kind of already knew how good Islam was. And uh, we feel like it was long overdue. You know, no disrespect to Charles yeah. at all, but I feel like we already knew he was going to kind of win the title. So it was kind of long overdue. So it's kind of like, all right, whatever. That's you know. Uh, so I I don't know. We'll see. Uh, next up, we got female fighter of the year. Now this one was all over the fucking way, every way. We had you guys voted on Stoop Life. Me and Paul didn't agree. We didn't agree with you. So Paul, but I don't disagree with it though. I don't disagree with the their pick. Know yeah. why? It's the goat. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Well, if you guys don't know who the female goat is, no, it's not Chris Cyborg. <laughs> Here's our female fighters of the year. We got Stoop Life. They took the Lioness coming back after losing her strap. Absolutely yeah. dogged Pena. Dogged her, killed her. Whole fight. She played ass whooping. It was an ass whooping. And uh it was good it was good to see Nunez come back and do that. Um thank you. Uh we all bet that. We knew she was gonna do that. But to see her actually do that. It, it was good. It looked good for her. I don't know when she's going to be back. I haven't heard any rumors of her wanting to come back next year yet. I'm sure she will. But uh, I have no problems with her being fighter of the year. Now, I, I want to I talk about yours, your pick. And I want to dig into your mind here and why you picked this one. You got Kayla Harrison. She's coming off of a loss. But you still got her for fighter She'll of the year. Back. She'll bounce back. Um, I, I think she will, but I want to. I want to know pure how. dominance, though. Mm-hmm. It was pure dominance up to this point, though. Like Kayla Harrison was PFL. Let's be real; she still is. <laughs> like, no one's talking real. about who like, she lost to. Let's be honest. And she was a champ. Like 
I, I, my opinion, I think the loss is going to just wake her up more and she's going to get her strap back. Just kind of like how the lioness did it. It's going to be just like that. You, you don't, you want to know, in my opinion, why she lost, why she got caught? They were, they were hyping her up too much. It's for, the third time. It's the third time she's fought this girl. Yeah. And, and hey. all, they weren't even talking about that fight. They were talking about, oh, she's going to fight Cyborg. Can she go to the UFC? Yeah. Fight? It was she like, uh, they were, they were pushing this on her and it was like, Kind of impossible yeah, for her not to overlook it. It reminded me of a football game when you're playing, you know, the week before, the next week you got your rival team. Like, what always happens, they always end up playing like shit. Yeah. And, like, that girl got knocked out. Yeah, exactly. And the girl she was fighting, Pichero, knocked out, like, eight people straight, which was unbelievable. But uh, I'm not giving her no <laughs> knock. On fight. Yeah, I'm not giving her a knock either because, like, who, 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 I don't even know any of the fighters she fought. Like, the fighters I looked up who she fought – and I'm like, all right, like yeah. these people all get knocked out all the time. So I didn't have her. Um, so I do agree with you. Kayla Harrison is PFL. So she basically put a whole organization on her back for a full year. So I, I agree with she you really there did. on why you picked her. So I'm not blaming you there. Um, I, I I went with Valentina Shevchenko because uh, she she managed to come out of the year on seven straight fights winning in the strap. Uh, even though her last fight – she didn't necessarily uh, look like old Valentina. She kind of looked old. She almost lost. Split decision. But yeah, she, she won. But she won. And um, my my thing is everyone's coming for her. Everyone's coming for her. And she still managed to come out of the year as a champion. And we all know in the UFC that doesn't happen a lot. Whether it's the male, mm-hmm. female, it doesn't happen a lot. Um, and the fact that she managed to be able to do that, I, I think uh, fight of the year. And I think it's like would be I think she got voted the awards. I think she actually won Fighter of the Year and like the MMA awards. I think it was like her third one straight. Yeah, she was, um, she was the the female fight, the MMA Fighter of the Year. Listen, Valentina is right almost right next to Nunes at this point. I want to see as them we, fight. As we talk, I feel like that fight needs I to think, happen. I don't. Again. I don't because this is what we're getting if we get that fight. Well, we're gonna get somebody who has to move up and fight, right? Yeah, well, that's Valentina. I think she's. I think they're kind of on their end. I feel like they're kind of kind of going to retire because they've done they're enough. Both, That's why I'm saying they should fight. Them. Like it should be like one more fight and they're both gone. Because if you remember, like yeah. Valentina had said that, but Nunez looked like she didn't want to fight no more. Like yeah, the she way she was talking. And yeah, it's like all right. Like is is Nunez going to do maybe one more fight and Shevchenko does one more and then they meet at the end of the year? Like I feel like that should happen. Um I don't know sure. if it will, but I feel like I would like to see that. But I see what you're saying. Like, she would have to move up. Because, uh, obviously, Nunez can't move down. So, she would have to move yeah. up, which would be difficult. But get it. Now, we, we talked a little bit about this person off camera. And we want to talk, bring it up because Daniel Cormier brought her up and made me look at her and say, damn, kind of disrespected her. What do you think about Wei Zhang as fighter of the year for female? Hell of a comeback. Let's be real. Did not look great in the beginning. Yeah. Now look at her. Two absolute brutal knockouts. Yeah. Boom, boom. It was kind of like she, she, we thought she was dead though. I, like uh, we thought she was done. When she lost to Rose, we thought she was done. Like that was it. That she was, she's done. She's not nobody yeah. big anymore. Now look at her. Well, I will say this. I got to respect. Luck plays a part in it though. Cause she got to fight it old does. ass Joanna. And then the worst female champion, Carla. 
So I'm curious to see you what she does in 2023. Yeah, but that's part of the game, though. That's part of the game. You got to be doing something funny. Game, you know, uh, people get there for a reason. Uh, so let's see. Let's see. Because last time she was champion, she faltered. So let's see if she can uh, she go into this year, 2023, and actually manage to get some wins there. But she's up there as well. A lot of females did really good this year. Um, but that, that, that's honestly about it. Uh our next one, this this is an interesting topic that we had. Um, breakthrough Fighter of the Year. Now, we all know who we think is going to get voted for. But here at Stoop Life, we didn't even allow this person to be on it. And nah, it, <laughs> this man's going to take home a lot of words. Is it? So let's give him a rest real quick. <laughs> no. So, Breakthrough Fighter of the Year. Everybody wants to say, oh, well, uh, the biggest star of the year, right? That's the breakthrough fight of the year. We looked at it in a different way here. We looked at it yeah. as breakthrough as in elevated their career, not their fame. Elevated so their career. I want to already mention that Patty the Fatty is not getting this award <laughs> for us. I don't care if the MMA gods gave it to him. He's not it. He's not it. The guy is going to get he's going to get clowned real quick. We all remember when they were doing the Sean O'Malley and they're making this guy good. And then what happened? It's going to happen to him, except it's going to be worse because he's going to get his ass whooped. But I don't hate – the funny thing is, though, I don't hate Patty, though. Dude, I can't And I'm going to tell you why I don't hate him. I can't stand him. <laughs> I, you know what, though? That's the media hyping him up. When he's actually speaking, like he was on, I think – I think he was on All the Smoke. It might have been All the Smoke podcast. And he was just talking regular, like – like, yeah, man, like, I just, you know, I'm just here to, like, like, he gets it. Like, he gets the fight game. He's a student. Really. Yeah, I mean. But I see why people hate him. Because Conor McGregor kind of ruined it for a lot of the Irishmen. I just don't the like talk. the English fighters. I just don't like them. I don't, man. Like, even when Michael Bisping was a fighter, I didn't like him. I didn't like Bisping. It was like, dude, I don't, like, just, you sound like a, you sound bad. You just. No, you, like, talk. Get like a microphone so you can talk differently. Like, you don't know. I just don't like it. I might sound like an asshole, but I don't like the English fighters, bro. I just don't like them. You love Connor. <laughs> you love Connor. He's Irish, and he sounds like a, he sounds like he's about to shoot you. Yeah, Patty sounds like he's going to try and butt plug you. They, they, they got different. Kinda. I don't like Kinda. them. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, you want to get shot or butt plugged? Which one? I'd rather get shot. <laughs> oh I'll take God. the mafia guy. Any conversations are allowed on the stupid. I'm not saying it's not. What I mean is, like, I've listened to multiple interviews of him, right? Yeah. His one interview where he donates a lot of stuff to, to charity. I like yeah. that. I like that. But then after his last fight, when, like, he. Had no, I dominated him, killed this guy, and it was like, you can, like if if you're gonna actually go back and he he did it after he fought. I'm I'm assuming he watched the tape of the fight after and he kept the story on. He kept saying I won. There was no no contest. So if you're really a fighter in this game and you really want to be a champion of it, you, there's no way in hell you look at that Gordon fight and say, yeah, I dominated him. I won him. He didn't. He didn't like, dominate. It was a tough fight for him. Yeah, I have. See, I have, first off, I have no problem with him winning because it's the UFC tough. needs people like that. Nobody knows who Gordon is. They think it's uh, Jeff Gordon's brother. <laughs> they don't know who he is. <laughs> like, they don't know who he is. But, not even. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, breakthrough fighter of the year is the fighter that we believe made the biggest jump in their career 
that um, is going to elevate them in the next year going forward. Now, I love our picks for this. Now, I want to specifically talk about your pick. I'm going to show this picture right here. People don't probably don't even know who these two guys are by looking and at I'm these so mad people. I'm so mad people don't know who they are. So I'm I want to talk about your guy first. What did this guy do this year? What was his record this year? First of all, let's just talk about his last two fights, right? Peace. He knocked out two bad. First of all, he knocked out my man Tia. That's he. Yep. He knocked out the the guy. I I love this fight. I love that guy, man. Drinking out of his shoe, knocking the fuck out. Then he knocked out Derek Lewis. Think about that. He's at this point, Derek Lewis is kind of at the end of his career as it is. I mean, this year, I think I believe he was the last time he lost was against uh, Overeem, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. And he was young. Mind you, when Sergey fought him, he was young. Listen, that was his first. That was his when he when Sergey Pavlovic. That's the name, guys. Russian, obviously. When he came into the UFC, he fought Reem. Completely. And Reem was hot at the time, though. Yeah, Reem was on a win streak. Um, It was probably. It was also. uh, It was in China. The fight was in China. Yeah, it was so, a weird, uh, weird time. Weird time. Yeah, a weird times going on there. So his first fight was in China. He lost to that. Ever since then, KO. Now I want to point out KO. something here. Listen to this. So for people that don't know this, I don't know who these guys are. It's unbelievable, pointless though. KO. I know, I know a couple of them. Listen, one minute, six seconds, knockout on uh, Marcelio Gom. Gom. Maurice Green. We know him. Knockout. Two minutes, eleven KO. seconds. What's wrong? Samalov. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Abu Durakamina. Knockout. Knockout. First round. Four minutes. Now, these are the two we want to talk about. Derek Lewis and Ty. 55 oh. seconds and 54 seconds. You the guys, thing is, he crumbled both of them. Crumbled them. Knockout in less than 55 seconds crumbled. on both, bro. And The confidence he had going into both of those fights... You were like when I when you see him go to the ring against Derek Lewis, you saw the confidence. I knew why he thought so. It's a fat, slow, hard puncher. I'm I'm gonna just pick yeah, you apart. Like I agree. gained it. But against Ty, dude, yeah, that, I, I had a little doubt to that. Yeah. I uh, I, I thought Ty was gonna win the mm-hmm. fight and I saw the odds. Sergey was favored as like minus three hundred, I think. And uh, if you're minus 300 against Ty, a guy who uh, just almost beat Gain, you got to be pretty damn good. Very close. Very um, close fight. This, this is a guy I think um, next year, depending on how the heavyweight yeah. division goes, yeah. he's going to be another Russian holding up a title. Unless John Jones comes I, back or Francis signs another contract. One of them. Or, or if Gain steps, gets back to being surreal Gain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of them. I think Uh, it's certain. One of them. Now, I like him. Um, Next guy, Stoop and me. We voted for this guy, Ilya Tapuria. Now, I love this guy. This guy's an animal. Now, I I do want to mention Breakthrough Fight of the Year because he fought recently and he he beat Bryce Mitchell, who a lot of people love the guy, whooped his ass. But he's, he's done more than that. He's had a couple other knockouts this year. He's. He might have had one of the best knockouts of the year as well. Um, so he's he's on a three-fight win streak, three knockouts. He's one of them guys that can uh, – he can make a run next year as well. 
He's very versatile. Um, entertaining yeah. guy. Entertaining guy, too. Um, I mean, where the hell is he from? Romania? Georgian. So, Georgian. That's why. That's one reason I want to talk about him, too. Uh, the Georgian fighters in the UFC, a lot. There's three of them that are very high up in the contention. They have, like, a, yeah. a, a, a bet between them all of who's going to be the first ever Georgian champion. So, this guy not only has, like, came out of nowhere this year. He's from a country that these people are very fucking violent. <laughs> like, they got some good fucking fighters there, man. Um, so he beat Bryce, Bryce Mitchell's submission. He beat uh, Jai Herbert, KO, Ryan Hall, KO. Pretty good victories there, man. Um, he's he's going to jump up a lot because he submitted Bryce Mitchell, a guy who was like a two-degree black belt who they thought was going to submit him. Happened. So it just proved that he can do everything. Uh, so I think uh, he has Bryce ready to retire right now. Okay, think yeah. about that. Yeah, he has Bryce Mitchell saying, "I'm going to retire because I don't want to feel like that." Meaning, I got my ass kicked by a better fighter. I've never felt like this before. I agree, man. We'll see what happens. I feel like he gets a nod, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, there's a couple other guys out there that could have got it. Um, one of my favorite fighters, uh, Shavva- Shavkat Rachmanov. Man, you like, love that. You did. I'm telling you, yo, if you guys, yo, if people want to bet on a guy that can win a belt next year, it, it, it could be him. Now, it's going to be questionable who's up there at the title. Um, he's, he's basically Khabib, bro. He's, he's kind of like Khabib. This dude just mauls you. He's very yeah, good. He um, I want to talk about another breakthrough fighter we could talk about who got a title shot coming up, Jamal Hill. He could possibly be the first fighter from Dana White's Contender Series to win a belt. He's fighting Glover coming up. No one knew who the hell he was last year. And he's got a title shot now. So, I mean, he could be very well there. Um, another well, guy. He's very talented, too. He's a very talented fighter. Very good. He I, doesn't look like I he can do what he does. Contender. He's good, man. I like him a lot. Um, one of my favorite fighters, too, here, which I think he's going to – he might win Breakthrough Fighter of the Year next year, it, honestly – Jalen the Tarantula Turner. That guy's good, man. 2-0. Got a KO in submission. I feel like he could be one of the fighters that is going to kind of get mid-level fights where he'll be in the top 10 maybe at the end of the year. You need those. You he, do need those. He could possibly jump up there. Possibly because he's very long, lanky. Like, he's a good fighter. I feel like he could be there next year as well. Um, yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. we got a lot of good fighters coming up. A lot of good talent pool. Next up, we got to talk about International Fighter of the Year. Now, we already talked about all these guys, basically. So, yeah. Uh, it's easy. Yeah, so I'm bringing it up right here. I don't want to talk about my point. So, Stoop Light voted for Volk. Obviously, they got him Fighter of the Year. Paul, you had Alex Perea. You got him Fighter of the Year. Now, I got this guy down here. I put Islam Makachev as fighter, Why not? International Fighter of the Year. And... The only reason I put him as International Fighter of the Year and I didn't go with Perea was because one reason, like, I feel like Volk trains in America, like, all the time. Like, he's always here. He's always in America. Uh, What's it called? Perea, he doesn't have to travel that far. Just in Brazil. It's not that far. My man's coming out from the mountain, the Himalayan mountains in Russia, and and he's coming over three times this year. He did fight in Abu Dhabi once, but still. I feel like he's like, I feel like the international fighter, 
has to be from Russia just to, to show how good Russia was this year in the UFC yeah. together. So I put him there not just because I thought he was be- – I don't think he's better than those guys, but I got to give that country some credit in, in the MMA field. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they get international fight of the year based upon their country being just fucking dominant in the UFC this year. So, I mean mm-hmm. – I mean, we all know he's he, Bobby Green. I already said he's been taking them Arnold Schwarzenegger vitamins since he was twelve. So I mean, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with that though. But hey, dude's a fucking animal. Dude's a fucking animal, man. Uh, yeah. Man, I, I will say, it, sports are growing. International Fighters of the Year. It's like there are so many of them, dude. There's so many of them coming. Like we need some Americans to win. Like we need Jamal Hill to win. He got to win a title I mean, this we year. Like, we need Jamal Hill to step up. <laughs> we need Jones back. Like, John Jones back. John Jones got to get back. Like, uh, shit, I don't know. Is he need to get his title down. back? Like, we need, we need, like, he's kind of an American, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Not really, but kind of. <laughs> Next up, fight of the year. There was a lot of fights that come to my mind that were bangers. A lot of them, but yeah. I think I think we only had three of them actually get a vote. Well, one of them got a vote as well, which was uh, Chandler versus Dustin Poirier, which um, was a war, which was an all-out war. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was a great fight, but I don't think it was the best best three-round fight of the year. That's why I didn't even put it up there. So I'm gonna bring it. And up. That's fair. That's so fair. I'll let you take the lead when I bring this up here. Can you see that on there? Yeah. All right, so we got we got three different fights of the year. Now, I'm going to put this back up on Stoop Life. I'm going to let them vote again. Yeah. Because I want to see what people actually really think the fight of the year was because there were some great fights. They so, were. So, Stoop Life's vote for fight of the year was Jerry Prostachowski. Well, I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> Prostachowski versus Glover. That fight was unbelievable. The fight was definitely believable. I, 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 I'm again. I love, I love the stoop. Hell of a pick. I do. I agree with it. No, see, no. Y'all, y'all see my pick. Y'all well, see my uh, pick. A lot but, of people though, they vote because this was also a title fight, and it was the guy a title had fight. a comeback in a title fight, which was a absolute war. Um, it was a. They didn't back down. None of them. They they were in front of each other's. I don't think the fight was in, at the ground for a long time either. These guys were toe-to-toe throwing bombs at each other. Yeah, this was like uh, this Jerry, was Gaddy Ward. I'm uh, I'm going to love seeing these guys fight again. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope uh, Glover is able to either A, hold the title, get it back, yeah. hold the title until Yuri's able to come back. Um, yeah. God bless. We never see what happens to Yuri. He fucked his shoulder up. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. Yeah, but that was a hell of a fight. Now we're going to talk about your fight. People, people probably don't remember this fight. Now, I said it like all year. I said it all year. The best fights were on fight nights. Like, yes. if I had to actually go back and list like the top 20, I'd probably say 15 of them were from a fight night card. Um, and this yeah. one right here, we got Max versus Yair. Wow. Hell of a fight, man. Like, Yair, I had a beef with Yair for a while because I thought he was a little bit too um, overhyped. Yeah. He, remember when Frank Yeager whooped his ass? Yes, I did. Like, that hype went away right away. Um, he literally stepped in there, and he brawled with uh, 
with Max. That's hard to do. Not a lot of people can sit there and go blow for blow with Max because Max was a lot of punches. Yeah. Throws a lot of punches and takes your best punches. And he's walking you full. Not to mention he hurt his he. I, I believe he broke his uh, ankle. Was it or his knee? He broke his right ankle. He broke his right ankle in this, in this fight, and, that, and he's not a southpaw. He fought very well from the round that he broke it in, which I think it was the fourth yeah. to to the end, and he stuck it out. And he he was going, he was fighting. I gotta give Yair Yair is tough as nails, man. Tough yeah. as nails. He really, he's a, he really bring him like it. Kind of reminded me of like a how these Mexican boxers fight. Yes. He bring that to the cage, which I'm and, surprised. And that's what I appreciate the most about that. It was fun to watch. He was in your grill the whole fight. He was saying, "Max, you ain't got shit." Like, come on. Yeah, like, it was. That was great. I'm with you too, because like I remember seeing how he was afraid to fight out Magomed uh, Magar Sharifov, whatever his name is. The, the, the no, no Zabit. Zabit. He didn't want to fight him. Uh, and no, then but, okay. he kind of realized he had to move up and fight, uh, which yeah. that's one of them losses you get, and it's not really a loss. <laughs> like, it's it's a good that's loss. Work. It's a good loss that's for your work. resume. Uh, I, I, I agree there. I forget what the number of strikes landed were, but it was it was some crazy number. It was probably one or two on the year. And the other fight was uh, mm-hmm. probably Max Holloway versus uh, Qatar. Uh, that was also a lot of fucking punches thrown. But uh, Max didn't Max really receive it back. Punches, from, yeah, like, he's like a fight night fighter. He throws like 500 punches, which I saw a crazy stat. There's only been two fighters in the whole UFC history that have never been knocked down. Like title fights that have fought like 15 yeah. or more. Max Holloway and John Jones. Now, how the hell does a guy like Max fight the way he does? Never gets knocked down. Ever. Like this. Dude. This. It's unbelievable. That. I do want to say this though: so when his jaw goes, he's done. Like hopefully, he's cracked. He's done. Yeah, hopefully it never does. It's, when you lose your jaw, you crack. Like look at Roy Jones. Yeah. When Roy he's, Jones uh, lost his chin, it was over. Every every knockout after that was ugly. Yeah, I, and I, that's how it's going to be for me. That's why I say I feel like uh, if Max goes through these wars that he's been going through, he's uh, nah, it's not going to go he, he can't do that for himself. Like it's entertaining. But uh, Max, Max is a very good dude. Every interview he does, I love him. But uh, hell of a war. And I, my, fight of the year, year, my fight of the year was uh, Hamzat Shemaev and Gilbert Burns. Now, the reason I chose them is because the fight was fucking... I was jumping up and down because I thought one of them was going to... I thought someone was going to die. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think if it was a five-round fight, someone would have died. <laughs> but <laughs> also because I think Dana White said that too. Dana White said if this was a five round fight, he said that's the only problem with this fight. It wasn't a five round fight. That's the I only mean, problem. Think about that. Like that shit was crazy. Like I remember Gilbert Burns was fucking getting his ass whooped, and then bam, he was going hits him with the right he hook and fucking Hobbs out drop. And then like yeah. normally when people drop, they're like, oh, this dude got back up and started throwing again. We're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what is he fucking doing? And he just kept throwing. Then he dropped Burns. And then Burns got back up and it was like, holy shit. Like, I remember that shit. I was like, I can't believe this is a three-round fight. And I'm like, man, like, I, if that went two more rounds, like, I mean, I don't know what would happen. But I also thought, yeah. it, in my opinion, it was fight of the year because my most hyped up fight of the year was Hamzat. Um, yeah, and I think that showed he's human. He went into that fight; he was only touched one fucking time. 
Like, one yeah. time. And he got touched, like, 130 times in that fight. He got knocked down in that fight. Um, we already know what happened after that. He missed weight. He didn't get touched against Holland. And nah. he killed him. But that fight showed if he fights like he wants <laughs> to actually fight, it's going to be entertaining because he's fucking nuts. Like, I mean, it, it was a hell of a fight. Um, I, I am disappointed in him, though, because um, I really nice. thought I, – I, I thought he was going to get a title fight this year in one of the divisions, but he fucked himself by missing weight, and uh, we'll see. I think he's going to get a title next year. Honestly, he might get a double champ next year, uh, welterweight, middleweight. Depends how it plays out. Cause it's, I, don't well, makes, I don't think he makes uh, welterweight. I don't know how he's going to, but uh, I feel like they're going to uh, – Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, I think he's going to try. Uh, they might do the quarter trick on the scales. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Stand up. He's, he's... Stand up. <laughs> I get the towel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like next year, though, he has to win a belt. Like, if he doesn't win a belt, it might be the most disappointing fighter in the UFC history because this guy's an animal. But he's, he's, when I think of an MMA fighter now, I think of him. Yeah, he's, he's the first thing they can say. He's, he's your prototypical. He's all around great. Yeah, I agree, man. So it, that's what I want. If I ever created a fighter, I want I want combat. I, it's, I want every attribute he has. Yeah. With Max Holloway's turn. Yeah, I agree. Next up, <laughs> next up, we got our most favorite part. We got knockout of the year. Now, there was it also like co- there's a couple knockouts, a couple championship knockouts that we got. Now Paul went with one of them. Paul, you right here got the knockout of the year is Leon Edwards. Left head kick over Kamaru Usman. And I have no, break no beef with it. Let me break that down, though. The reason why I picked that and I didn't pick the Ferguson knockout is because he released the video a week before. I got, I got in a, a, a very heated argument yeah. with one of my closest friends over this. He literally showed a video of him throwing that kick. He did. Got his ass whooped throughout the whole fight. Right? Mm-hmm. Set himself up for that kick and landed it. I don't know. I, I My opinion, I mean, I, I don't know how it gets any better than that. And it, and it was perfect. He knew, You always like a good knockout because after you hit somebody and drop them and you can walk away, you know that it's like a walk-off home run. Yeah, a game-winning interception return. Something like that. That's what that kick was. And it literally it was the kick heard around the world. Uh, That's people, why people were and talking about Usman being better than GSP, and then that kind of stalled it. Which, which, <laughs> in my opinion, we all know how I am with with phone things. Just because you get knocked out, you lose doesn't mean you like yeah. that. Shit happens. You're fucking hitting each other with kicks and shit. Like it can happen to anybody. I mean, GSP he got knocked out once too, but he came exactly. back, and that's what and we're about to see from Usman. I think Usman can come back. Now I'm gonna tell you why I don't think that was knocked out of the year. One reason is because it fucked up my parlay. <laughs> that's probably the real reason, to be honest with you. Um, I had a 12-fight parlay. I had a 12-fight parlay for 25 bucks. It would have won like 1800 and this motherfucker got knocked out. To make it worse, I wasn't watching it. I was asleep. I woke up and saw it. I fell asleep before it happened. So if I would have been up and watched it, it probably wouldn't have happened. 
But I felt I, I was texting you. I was blown you up about it. Like, I, was I watched it. I was like, yo, yo. I was pissed. I was I saw it and I was like, damn. And then I was like, man, I remember seeing him doing a video of his yeah. training and they were showing his head kicks. And I didn't think nothing of it before. But then after when someone edited to make the, the workout video that he posted, transitioning into the actual head kick, I mean it was unbelievable. It was great. I agree. I agree there. And the title fight. The guy beat you already before. Now you're setting up a third fight for it. I yeah, mean, it was it was, right it was unbelievable. Big money. It was unbelievable. But also, Leon Edwards, number two, is English. Don't like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good boy, man. Good boy. Yeah, no, I never had any problem with Leon. I think Leon's a very well-rounded fighter. Very well-rounded. His streak that they even talk about streaks. Yeah. His streak at uh, at fifty uh, at welterweight is impressive, man. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Now my my pick of the year. If you guys can zoom in on your computer and look at That's Tony Ferguson's face. That's an I ugly motherfucker. That's a mask. That looks like a mask. Listen, that was that's dude. brutal. Like that's one of the reasons why I chose it. Like look at his face. Um, another reason is because Tony Ferguson was never knocked out in his career. Until that knockout right there by a guy who we didn't expect to throw a leg kick, let alone knock out Tony Ferguson like that. We thought, if anything, it was going to be three-round decision, maybe a right hook knockout, maybe a submission. He front-kicked him. like, And I remember watching that, and that was the first fight of the night. Because remember, they pushed yeah. it because it got uh, Whitmer or whatever had three guys. Man, yeah. man, that, that, that knockout right there because of his face alone. Uh, but the great thing is Tony Ferguson still did a post fight interview after that. Like I he, you know, he's made he, he the man like, the man's different. Okay. Like what the fuck? <laughs> the man ain't right in his head. Yeah, he, the man hurt himself the one time with fucking putting his elbows through steals. He's not right, dude. He's he's a nut. Yeah, he's a nut job. <laughs> uh we had we had a couple other fights there, man, that were, you know, it was a good fight. That was a good fight. Uh but those two I I have no problem with either of them. I like them both. Next up, we got submission of the year. Now, I like submission of the year because there's a lot of them. A lot of, there was a lot of submissions this year. We had three title fights end by submissions. Three of them. Mm-hmm. And we both picked one of them. So you got Islam Makachev submitting Charles Oliveira, and I got Jerry submitting Glover. Now, I want to talk about yours and how impressive – it was for Islam to submit the submission king. Like, the king, yeah, man. It's a little crazy. A guy. And it broke my heart because I, throughout the year that we did MMA podcast, I praised the shit out of uh, Charles Oliver. And I'm still going to praise the shit out of Charles Oliver because of how he was cut, came back, and became a champion. Yes. Um, he and Islam. I I wasn't fully invested in Islam yet. I wanted to see what he could do against a, a dog, and he went up against a dog, and he was he had the bigger bite, and it was amazing, man. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I, like, I feel not, like Islam impressed me. A lot, a lot of people are not remembering how good it, it, uh, Charles is. Like, oh, he lost oh, Islam. They, they don't like, watch MMA. Like, they don't watch. If they don't know how good Charles or Oliveira is, they don't. They don't watch MMA. Like. like I do want to say one thing about this. I don't know if it played that much of a factor into it, but a lot of the fight, it was in Abu Dhabi, the fight. Yeah. How does that fare in America? 
how's that fair not near his homeland? Like how I don't know if it goes much different. To be honest, Islam like that Sambo shit is that good. But how how yeah, how much exactly. did that play into this fight? Like, and then we talked about it earlier. Super fights, Kayla Harrison. They were talking him up. Oh, how are you going to do? You're going to fight Volk after? Like that. That's, that's in your mind. That's you can't they, have that. They want to put Charles in there and say Volk was there to see this. I think. I even think Volk, Volk was, was the, like the, the guy who was going to fight if one of them missed weight. Like it. Yeah. Like I mean, for a guy like Charles, like going to another country where they they absolutely hate you. His homeland, yeah. basically. And then you got to deal with that. I, f- I feel like that played a little bit of a factor into it. Um, I do think they're going to fight again. I think they're going to fight next year. I do. Because, uh, I would love for them to fight next year, but they got Islam and uh, Islam and Volk got business to take care of. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a good fight. That's going to be a good fight. We're going to talk about that yeah. and break that down. Uh, but either way, I feel like that submission that he did, like we said, he had like what well, he had most submissions in UFC history, and then he yes. got submitted. Like that just yes, shows man. how good this Sambo bullshit is, man. Like it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And who train? Who trains Islam? Habib. He's a prodigy. He retired so he can win. You know, he tra- he literally sat in the corner. Like think about that. I'm sitting in my corner. I'm seeing my basically my replacement with my title. Yeah, it gave it right and to I him. And I trained though. him. It gave it right to him, though. Like, exactly. <laughs> it gave now, it right to him. the reason I didn't pick that, the reason I didn't pick that as submission of the year, because you look at the accolades and everything, it's great. I bet on it. I thought it was going to happen because I thought he was that good at, at, at ground game. No disrespect to Charles. I just felt like Islam, like, is just unbelievable. Like, I, I've personally said it multiple times that I feel like Islam is more well-rounded than Khabib was. I'm not saying he's better than him, which I think he might yeah. eventually be, but I feel like he's more well-rounded than him, and he's getting trained by him. So he's teaching him all the tricks that these people do in the UFC. He's teaching that to him. So he, he has an advantage in, in that aspect as well. Uh, but that's why I didn't pick it. I picked, I picked yeah. Jiri submission over Glover because Jiri submission was plus 16 fucking 100. And he submitted him in a comeback of a fight that he was losing. Uh, a guy yeah, that, that submits that people. He was definitely losing. You know, uh, everybody either bet points <laughs> or a knockout for Jerry. Nobody bet yeah. submission. And I remember, if you go back to the podcast, we broke it down. I said, well, there's going to be a lot of fights on the ground. What, what if Jerry somehow submits him? And that we're like, I don't really see it happening. And he got no, that. Like, he caught him last. And got him in that 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 triangle, the guillotine choke, whatever the hell it was, and got him. It, it it's sad that he's not going to be able to defend that belt, but I feel like I the way he won the belt was great. Yeah. Um, and I like what he posted too. He posted that a true warrior. He didn't say champion. He said true warrior will be back because he understands the fact that he won the belt, but he didn't defend the belt. So he didn't sure. see. He doesn't consider himself a champion yet. And I like that. I like Jerry a lot. So we'll see if he comes back. That was a great submission there. Uh, but I do want to talk about another one here. A lot of people didn't watch this, but Paul Craig on Nikita Krylov, he put him in a, a triangle choke. It wasn't on a. It was a fight night card, and he got this guy. Night. Was unbelievable fucking choke. It was one of the best triangles I've ever seen. Uh, but he's also a submission guy. 
And then uh, Andrade on Lamos. Andrade put her in the mm-hmm. arm bar, which was unbelievable. Like, go back and watch that one. It was also on a fight night card. So we got to yeah, watch yeah. that. That was good. That was actually good. That, that, that Lamos one, that was actually good. I will say that. It was. One me something. One me something. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple left here. We're going to talk about comeback of the year. Now, Stoop Life didn't well, I'm vote sound on like this a broken one. record. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> come back in the year. We're going to go buy it real quick because I got Jerry's very naked choke on Glover. Paul has what I got. Islam I got. arm triangle, which no problem with it. Uh, Alex could be on there. He also came back and won. Uh, you know, I feel like come back in the year. There, there, I, I know there was a lot of comebacks of the year in undercard fights, but it doesn't. If you're coming back and winning a title comeback, like that, 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 that's more important than you know a fight night card. So we'll go with that. So we're going with that. So now we gotta go. Your broken record again. Upset of the year. Now my upset of the I year, think- I got Pacheco over Harrison, uh, but we already talked about that. And Sorry. yeah, I mean. It was upset because, like, the odds – like, her odds weren't even that bad because it was kind of like – like you said, third time they fought each other. PFL does other things. It's great. But we're, we're going to talk about yours a little bit more again because I want to talk about what it means going forward in 2023. Now, your, your upset of the year was Leon Edwards over Usman. We already broke down what it meant at the time. But in 2023, no one's set right now to fight for that belt yet. Like, do you think Usman is ready to fight? Like, is he ready to go to yeah. England and fight him? Yeah. He didn't agree I, yet. I think he's actually. I think he's actually anxious to fight him. But it could. It could hurt him. I think he's. He's gonna fight him when he's ready. And I think he. I think we're gonna see him in February. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's the reason for Leon to go fight one of those other guys. Because uh, he owes him one. Yeah, I feel like. You know what I mean? I feel like they have to he, make he, that he, fight. They can't risk they the have one and one. This is this is now this is the, the the match, the rubber match, the one that's gonna knock it out. And I'm pretty sure Usman's gonna look at that and be like, okay. Um I'm not gonna lose a series. I know that for one. And I want my strat back. Yeah. So I'm not fighting he's not gonna fight it. I know Usman's not gonna go in there and fight anybody else. He wants his title. I I, I well, know I, Leon. As of right now, they're saying he's not ready to fight. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if he broke his hand or what he did. I think it was his hand. Nah, his wrist. I, I think it's a mental thing, honestly, bro. I don't know. It seemed like I he think was, let me look it he up didn't look quick. his hand didn't look broke when he was fighting. He threw it a lot. It's I think just, you know how we get on Bryce Mitchell about it yeah. about what happened. I think what Usman is his way of saying I, I really need to go back and study and not get knocked the fuck out again. So <laughs> when you get knocked out, dude, you got to go back and look. What did I do wrong? And I think that's what he's doing. I don't think he broke his hand. I think I think Dana then Dana wants this fight. Like you don't think you think Dana wants Leon Edwards to be the champion? No. <laughs> <laughs> you like look at him, like do you th- you really think that Dana White is gonna market Leon Edwards? And I love Leon Edwards, hell of a guy, hell of a guy, great fighter. Yeah, uh, will be all hard on the day. From what I read, I, I just got to hear it says. Uh, um, Kamar Usman may be out of Edwards' fight in London due to hand injury. So I thought it was something with his hand. I didn't actually read up on it. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, maybe he's a scared fight him in England. I don't see Kamaru Usman being scared though. But no, I don't think he'll be scared. But that's that's a tough one going in there. And and England loves him. So they says, lo- they love Leon Edwards. He's actually having hand surgery. I don't know why. Yeah. he's having hand surgery. Um, that's why I want to talk about it. Like if Usman doesn't fight, who gets that title shot? Or does Leon wait? Leon wants no. to get paid because if we remember before. When he was supposed to fight somebody, uh, he doesn't he'll whole whole fucking keep going. He doesn't wait. He wants to keep going. Is there I don't think there's any person else except for Chaos. I mean, I don't know. Who gets it? Chaos? Do you give it to Hamza? Does Hamza get in there? If he makes weight. How's Dana White go about this? Like in my opinion, I think Dana White's gonna give it to somebody. Chaos he's been quiet lately. He's been quiet. Yeah. And I think I think there's a reason why he's quiet because he wants to, he wants that title. Going into London though, going into London, it's not it's not like Brazil, bro. When he went in there and was like, "All oh, you guys are scumbags," like they'll fucking kill you in London. If you I personally don't push. want to see him fight because I think he beats Leon. I don't want to see Colby ever be a champion. I don't but like that's him the at thing. all. That's the thing though. I'd root for an English dude over an American. That's how much I don't like. I hate, I can't stand Kobe. He's so fake. So fake. I can't stand him either. I can't and stand him good, either. Though. He's my really fucking good. Nerves, but the pace he brings to these fights, the money he's gonna make for this fight, and, and bring it up and give it get it hype. Yeah. I think Leon's gonna get a payday, and yeah. he's deserving of. I from everything I've been seeing, they're saying it might be Jorge Masvidal. Now, if if he gives a title I, I shot to Jorge. That. That should have been three years ago. I don't want to see that. I don't think anybody wants to see that. Jorge hasn't won in a couple years. What did? What has he done? The only and thing putting Leon versus Masvidal does is it sells people because people want to watch Jorge. And they like Jorge, even though he has done nothing. They better be in Miami. They better no, go put them on fucking Miami or something. They, <laughs> they got to give Leon a fight in, in London. He's got to fight in London. It's just like who is he going to fight? Like who is he going to fight? And it's like. If you look at who he should fight or who who he's going to fight, it's like I have no clue because like you got to make sure this guy keeps the belt. Like you got to make sure he yeah. keeps the belt to fight Usman, but that's no guarantee. Yeah, it's like has to be first round. Yeah, so it's like all right, make him fight Chaos, and the Chaos beats him. You're gonna have them two fight for the number one contender, or you're gonna let Usman fight a guy he's beat twice already in in, in Colby. It's good rivalry. But, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea because Usman might beat him again. But, I don't know. Yeah. If he's having a hand surgery coming back to fight Chaos, that's a, that's a tough fight. It is a tough fight because so, of, of the pace he's going to bring. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, Wait, I'm curious to see what happens. I, I think I think it's going to be Colby, though. There's just something that's, like, something's telling me. I think Colby's due for, like, one of those, like, I'm back, bitch. Like, you know... Can't talk about Trump no more because he lost. <laughs> so he, he can't can't use him. Well, he might be like, using his uh, 2024 campaign. It's gonna be rocking oh, in London. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even. That doesn't like. I don't care what he does with that. I just don't like yeah. the way like after the Poirier fight when he start calling out his wife and shit like that. Like I don't terrible. like that. I don't, I don't, that I don't like ter- that. He's a terrible character. Yeah, I don't like. He's him. a terrible heel. He's a heel. You know what I mean? He'll never be a champion. He's a heel. That's what I'm saying. I don't want him to fight Leon because I think he beats Leon. And I don't want to see I don't. Him. I don't know. We'll see. 
Uh, There's I, a reason why they never fought. <laughs> like, I don't think I don't know if Kobe. I don't know if Kobe actually wants to smoke with him. I mean, what what if what if uh, Dana gives it to Bilal, Muhammad, the guy who actually is on a win streak? You know what though? Who they actually that were scheduled be, it, to fight. It's before. not going to sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, so it's like because Bilal, Bilal is he's a hell of a fighter though. Yeah. Well, who did who did he beat? And he was just working the shit out of that jab. He looked good. He looked good in his last two fights, and he's deserving of it too. You're right, but we'll see, though. he's not going to sell the tickets. It's basically a fight night fight. So we're gonna we're gonna see the fight announced soon. It's uh, March 13th. Uh, that's when the fight is in London, UFC 286 in London. As of right now, they're kind they're kind of tough. Uh, they'll probably have Aspinall on there. He'll come back. Molly McCann, Patty. I'm just curious to see who Leon fights. You know, we'll see. Uh, Me too. Yeah, I don't know. But other than that, we got one more one more here going. We got Coach of the Year and Jim of the Year. We both got them going to the same person. I don't think there's any question who it is. Um, UFC oh. Awards didn't give it to these guys because they do the awards like in January for the year before. Uh, yeah. Who's Coach of the Year? Who's Jim of the Year? Tell the people. I'm pretty sure we we both picked AKA and we picked Khabib, right? Yeah, so uh, Team AKA and Khabib. That's Khabib's gym. He's got three champions and in, in two in UFC and one in a Bellatar. Uh, M- M- Embel, he's awesome. Uh, listen, the shit that Khabib has done, that he works with with his guys, has been phenomenal. It's been he phenomenal. He cares, and I think him retiring. And him finding the coaching way, we're never going to see him fight again. We're about to see a beast of a coach come out, and I respect Khabib, man. I think he's, I, I think he's just different. I, he enjoys if you you see him coach these guys, he's enjoying it. Like he's more excited about these guys winning than they are. Exactly. Uh, I mean, he, like he gets, excited, he gets he gets happy. I saw a stat. It was uh, the Nurmaga Madoff in. 2022, their record, they were 8-0 combined. There was uh, Umar and Saeed. They were both 4-0. Or, or, it was Abu Akbar, Umar, and Usman. They were 8-0 combined. And Umar's his cousin. Or actually, there's another one. I missed one because Saeed. Saeed's in there, too. Saeed, yeah. Saeed's his cousin. And, man, these guys are fucking good. They just look like me. Like, they just look like him. Uh, Islam's on there. We just seen the last fight of the year, Turkov, Turkov, whatever his name is. He trains him as well. He's very good. Uh, I mean, like you said, he cares about his fighters, and he's very he good at like he's he's modern UFC, Khabib. So he's teaching these guys yeah. stuff that he knows that will work against the type of fighters they're going to see. So it's pretty good. His dad dies. He becomes now he becomes trainer of the year. I think they better give him that. Like at the MMA awards, I think it'd be better is deserving of that. Like in real life, not just not just for the stoop. Don't get me wrong. You get a stoop life award, bro. You're, you're living good. <laughs> we get award. So here we like go. What you- here's here's his top guys: twenty nine zero, twenty three and one, twenty two two and one, twenty and five, seventeen and three, sixteen and zero, and fifteen and zero. That's his top guys. That's their records. Combined record of Team Khabib. 142 and 11. <laughs> I want to see the records of these other gyms compared to Team Khabib because I'm, I'm pretty sure he's right with them. 
He's got to be right with him. I mean, like. Not AKA, though, but let's see how. I don't think any that's Jackson just team fighters Khabib. want anything great. Like, that's so. just Team Khabib. All those guys train with him, and then they do the kickboxing shit at AKA. That's why you see a exactly. lot of them do the wrestling, and then you see their stand-up better because Khabib teaches them how to grapple standing and grunt. And then he goes to AKA, and they do the they do the kind of like the the Volkanovski type of training where they're fucking the light kicks, like, the, boom, they're up and down. I mean, it, unbelievable, unbelievable. So before we get out of here, I do want to talk about predictions for next year. We're going to go over them real quick. Do, do you, What champions do you think are not going to be champions next year? I'm going to talk about one. We'll go from there. Valentina Shevchenko. Do you think she keeps her strap this year or loses it? In her division, absolutely. I think she's she's. there's no way topping her in her division. So you think at the end of 2023, she's still champion? She'll still be a champion. Just be, unless she relinquishes it. I don't think anybody beats her. At her I'm at going no. I'm going to go no. So I'm putting in the really? bet. Plus 1,100. I'm taking Aaron Blanchfield. She's fighting uh, in January. Fight Santos. Santos just fought Shevchenko, which was a split decision. I think Blanchfield is going to win that fight and win the belt from Shevchenko yeah. next year. Uh, but I, I have no problems with you thinking she's not. Shevchenko is that good. Uh, yeah. You know. So I agree with you. Davison Figueredo. He fights Brandon Moreno. Who wins no, that fight? No. No. Because my young bull is going to get the title back. Yeah, I think. I don't uh, care what anybody says. I think Moreno My young bull is going to get the title back. You know I love that kid. <laughs> He's going to get the title back. Do you think that fight, this fourth fight, is going to live up to the previous three? Or do you think it's going to be like a quick fucking have knockout? The, have the previous three lived you, like, let you down? No, that's what I'm saying. Do you think, think it's so. going to live up to it? Or do you think it's going to be like a bam, first round knockout? Brandon it could Marino. be. Now, I don't think Brandon's going to get him in the first round, though. But I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I listen, His stand-up has gotten better. But I, I, I think, think Davidson Figueroa is going to have a tough time making weight again. I think that's going to be – it's in Brazil, though. So it's the first fight of the year. Yeah. It's in Brazil. I'm with you there. I think Moreno holds the strap at the end of the year. Aljamain Sterling. I think he holds it. Well, I got my, I got mixed emotions on this one because Aljamain is that good now. He's really proved himself. Um, I don't know who else is in that division to really challenge right, so him. Is Kai, we're, we're is gonna Kai break, in that division? We're going to – who? Kai. Yeah. The guy so that changed the third vote. Kai Kai France, yeah. He might give him a, a problem. All right, so here, here's the odds for the end of the year. We got Aljamain Sterling plus two fifty. We got tied mm-hmm. Henry Cejudo and Sean O'Malley at plus three fifty. I don't Peter think Sean beats him. I don't, I don't think Sean O'Malley beats him, guys. I don't so. think Cejudo comes back and wins. I don't think O'Malley wins. Peter Yan plus four fifty. I don't think he's gonna get a get a strap because they just don't like him. <laughs> and he's in his head from the judges and shit. He's not. I think he's gonna have a bad year. Uh, Cheeto Vera. Plus six fifty, can he beat Aljamain Sterling if given a chance? Maybe. No, I love Cheeto though, but I don't think he beats Aljamain Sterling. Now, now, what if, what, what if Aljamain Sterling relinquishes the belt? We'll see. We'll see who wins. He could. Uh, he couldn't go up. I think. I don't see him going up. Well, his teammate Mirad is in the running for a belt. He might give it up for him. We'll see. Uh, I, I think Aljamain. I, like you said, he he's earned his dues. I think he's going to hold on to the strap. Who's going to hold the welterweight belt at the end of the year? All right, this is the the popular vote would go to Usman. 
He's that's favorite. the popular vote. But I wouldn't be shocked if I'm telling you if, if Kaz can make if, if Kazman can make the uh, the weight, he might be a champion. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the champion. That division teams are gonna be Hamza or Rachmanov. One of them is gonna be a champion at welterweight. Don't hate Rachmanov. I don't hate him, but I is he ready for that yet? Yes, he's ready. <laughs> I mean, that division stacked, man. Like, it is stacked. This is the most stacked, well, second most, I would say. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who wins? Hill beats Glover. We already get that. So, who who holds the light heavyweight strap at the end of the year? Does Hill maintain Jamal. it? Jamal Hill maintains Jamal. it. All right. Jamal. I, I, I think uh, Hill's going to beat Glover. And then I think if Ankalev is given the chance, I think he beats him. Um,. I'm not very confident though because we just seen what happened against Jan. Uh, wasn't very uh, entertaining. He was very susceptible to light kicks. Hill is very good at light yeah. kicks. Better than Jan is actually not as powerful, but he's better at uh, hitting your thigh more. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, middleweight. Does Alex Pereira maintain? Does he keep that strat? I want to say yes, but. Mm, damn, this is tough because the division's not as Bobby Knuckles could get it back though. I think uh, it's gonna be a question. We're, we gotta see what happens. Uh, my he could get is, it back. Like Bobby I'm Knuckles, me, Bobby, Bobby Knuckles, Knuckles hasn't fought him yet. He matches up very well with him. He does. He does. But um, is he gonna get that shot next? Maybe. Maybe because uh, he was supposed to fight Costa and Costa never signed the fight, so he's not fighting. So he should he might be re- he might be rewarded with the title fight. Yeah, that, that was that was a warm up fight. That's a knock. That's a warm up fight. Yeah, well, Costa. my point is that he already planned to fight that UFC. Yeah. Fucked him over with it. Yeah. I think I'll give him a title shot with it because we don't know what's going on with Izzy. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Heavyweight. Does your boy Pavlovic make? Make a heavyweight championship run. All right, see, heavyweight's probably the most difficult division to talk about because we don't know if John Jones is jumping in the, in the mix. True. We don't know if we don't know if my boy, the GOAT, is coming back. And when I mean the GOAT, I'm talking about Steve Miocek. We don't know if Franny's re-signing back. Then you got Serial Gang, and you got Sergey sitting there. So it's the, probably the most difficult one. You forgot Curtis Blades. Oh, the beast! Yes, yeah. Um, I think we're gonna. I don't know if he could be. I don't think he beats Gain or he beats uh, Sergey. So I every, love Blades. Everything I'm seeing about UFC heavyweight is they're planning in March. Jones versus yeah. Francis. If Francis doesn't sign, I don't know when they're giving him time limit from. Probably couple, first couple weeks in January because you know you need a six day camp. If he doesn't sign, it's going to be Blades versus John Jones. Um, that'd be sick, though. That'd be sick because I don't think I think Blades is gonna really piss off John Jones. He already has. You he's know? already been on his, his Instagram. I think he's gonna shit. call him a crackhead. Yeah, he's gonna call him a crackhead. He's gonna call him everything in he the book already. <laughs> I think John. Him. Um, I think I, I think I think John mocks the shit out of him. Just yeah, I think I think honestly, like if Jones does come back and Francis doesn't come back. Sergey is going to be a tough fight for John Jones, man. Like anybody, that's a real game. I'm sorry, but I I've been waiting. I wanted to see Jones versus Gain. 
for a while. I hope they fight next year. I hope Jones comes back. Beats like honestly, like I don't want to see Jones versus Francis because I don't want to see Francis lose. If mm-hmm. and I don't want to see John Jones lose, like you know. But I want to see him fight. <laughs> but it's like I want, I want, I want Francis to go get paid and get his money. I don't want to see him lose yeah. out on that I because he has to fight good. John Jones. You don't know. Uh, I'm not saying yeah. he can't beat John Jones because honestly, obviously he can. But it's like you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I, it's like I don't. I, I want to see France come back because as a fan. But knowing yeah. why he wouldn't come back, I think he should do that and say "fuck you" to I the agree. UFC. I but, agree. Uh, you turn down John Jones' fight; it's kind of hard to do. So that's I, the I, money fight right there. That's like playing Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Uh, but but the, the the reason is this: the UFC does not give a shit about Francis enough to they the don't. fact that they'll allow him to sign a one fight contract. They're not like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. likelihood that they will say, "Hey, all right, we'll give you a one fight contract against Jones, and mm-hmm. then you can leave." They're not gonna do that. They're gonna make him sign a three fight deal, like it, it, win or lose, and that's not beneficial to Francis, no matter what. Even if he wins, it's not beneficial to him. Um, so I think it's gonna be very, very hard to get Francis back into the octagon. I think it's gonna end up being Jones versus Blades, and then it's gonna be probably Pavlovich versus Gain. Winner gets the winner. Uh, Stipe is kind of just out there somewhere. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I feel bad. That's, my, that's, that's the GOAT right there, though, man. But Stipe is the GOAT. But I, I, well, well, if he does get the strap back, I don't care what anybody says. He is the greatest. Yeah, if he gets but, the strap yeah, back he's against... He's uh, not going to get the strap back. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so either, but never know. He'll be gained. He ain't being gained. He he's not being John Jones if John Jones is that good at heavyweight. He's not beating any of the guys not above being, him. He ain't beating Francis, he ain't beating Jones, Blades, or Pavlik, mm-hmm. or Gain. But I, 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 I do find it crazy here. Um, the UFC champion at the end of 2023, Stipe is plus 650, and Cyril Gain is plus 850. I find that very odd. Well, I feel I like Cyril too. Gain has way better chance to get it. He already was there. He was undefeated. He yeah. lost to Francis. But Stipe only lost to Francis, I said. Yeah, I know, but like... And he I, wasn't I done. Stipe wasn't done that fight. Yeah, but he I, was I, winning. Right? I don't think these these uh, these odds realize that Dana White doesn't actually like Stipe. He didn't like him as a champion. Never promoted him. He didn't. He didn't. Well, I mean, I don't know. We'll see though. We'll see. I mean, it'll be good good year. So other than that, this is fun. Fun to come back on here. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Uh, I know you guys probably disagree with a lot of the shit we say, but that's fine. That's what we're doing it for. A lot a lot of uh, events to go through to pick our moments of the year. So I'm sure we probably forgot a couple of them. But yeah. other than that, yo, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to be doing, but we'll be back. And uh, y'all have a good holiday. And other than that, Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that, all that shit. Just enjoy the holiday. All right, guys. You have a good night. Polly. Good night. Peace out, brother. See you, brother.